Righty, good morning everyone. Welcome to this Thursday morning and what we said we're going to be doing for these next three Thursdays is looking at um, taking a leaf out of the Christmas tale if you like and so last week we looked at how do we deal with the past and today we're looking at how do I deal with the present and next week we'll look at how do we deal with the future. But I want to kind of tie in a little bit of what I spoke about on Sunday at church as well so it's sort of like a refresher Thursday thing I guess as well but if I'm wanting to to rest and make the most of each day it's often like I think well I'm not running at premium effectivity now because I'm tired or whatever I'm distracted or anxious or whatever but excuse me at some stage in the future there's gonna be this moment where I am able to rest or there's gonna be this moment where I'm able to deal with that anxiety and then everything's gonna be fine and what I've come to see is that is the biggest load of bull because someday never comes tomorrow when I get to tomorrow tomorrow is just today all over again and so I actively to make the most of my today and to be able to live spaciously in my today and to be able to not only live for myself in my today to try and survive but also to live this big life that's able to influence and love and care for others and to be able to introduce them to Jesus I have to begin part of my day today is putting certain disciplines and putting certain things in place to ensure that there is margin and space. In Psalm 127.2, the psalmist writes, It's in vain that you rise up early and go, to, go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil. For he, talking about God, gives rest to his beloved. He gives to his beloved sleep. And so I, I often think this, that we kind of subdivide our lives into, you know, there's the secular side of my life, my job, and then there's my family, and there's my Christian walk, and all these kind of things. And we've often spoken about how God is God of it all. But what we, what I, I don't know if we've ever spoken about is God is not only the God of it all. It's not like he's this control freak who's wanting to assimilate everything that we have. But what this text is teaching us is that any part of our life that doesn't have God as, as the center and have God as the one who is sustaining it, will eventually become tasteless and hollow. And it doesn't matter how much I work, how much I put into it. This eating the bread of anxious toil, it's not just talking about going to my workplace. I've had moments in my life, friends, where my marriage has been anxious toil. Because it's been about Cindy and I, and we're just trying to work it out ourselves, and we've forgotten about Jesus. And I've had friendships which were anxious toil. I've had leading the church sometimes has been anxious toil. Looking at the future has been anxious toil. But the anxious toil comes as a result of me not understanding who is the one who's the one who should be at the center and who's the one who should be responding to it psalm i mean proverbs chapter 3 5 to 6 the writer of the Proverbs says this trust in the lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths and like i said on sunday this making straight our paths is more of a threat than a promise because i think sometimes we like the bendedness of our paths it allows us to hide things and it allows us to put stuff aside and people can't see the whole picture. The thing about a straight path, like when you're driving through the free state, it's just dead straight. You can see everything. And God comes and he wants our lives to be open and transparent because he wants people to be able to see him at work in our lives. He wants people, he wants people to be able to look and go, there's no way a person has got a life that's so like this. It must be, it must be God. And that as people look down the highway of our lives, they see Jesus. That's God's ultimate aim with us always. And so part of living and making the most of each day is, I think there's these two things of, one, Lord, I want to recognize and welcome you into each aspect of my day. And so I wonder if I could encourage us as a, as a team together that 
in the mornings when you wake up. Think about the things you're doing. Lord, for this appointment I'm doing today, I want to invite you into that space. Lord, for, for my wife, for my kids, maybe it's maybe not married, maybe don't have kids, but to invite God into those places because as he comes in, right, the anxious toil is removed. What we said on Sunday, it was quite a, quite a strong um, uh, statement. I said, the absence of rest is not being tired. The absence of rest is torment. And that's like that's some big words there, but it's exactly that. If I can't rest, I'm just I'm tormented, and so I just run and I work hard and I try more and I try more, instead of going to the one who's able to bring meaning to whatever the thing is that I'm putting my hand to. So I believe God wants to come in, and so not only am I going to on the one side make the most of and invite God into the space, but on the other side, what I'm doing is I'm going to actively ask God to come in. And say, Lord, make straight my paths. Lord, if there is any way, and allow him to shine his light. While we're away over this December period, maybe you've got a bit of a break. Maybe you'll be at the beach or in the mountains or maybe here in Josie. But to take some time and say, Lord, make straight my paths. Please, Lord, I feel like a little bit, maybe if you feel a bit panel beaten, you know, your little car of your life has seen some action this year and run into a few things. And Lord, just come and make straight my paths again. That there's meaning that each day when I wake up, Lord, I want to... I want, I want my life not just to count for me so that I feel like I've accomplished something. But Lord, I want my, my life to count for something eternal. That my life, what's that quote from Gladiator? What we do in life echoes in eternity. Like, I really, I really do believe that's God's ultimate aim for His church. Is that, that our lives, we don't wait till one day we die before we live in eternity. But that our today... Each day that I live, you know, in the Christmas time at the end of 2020, that the decisions I'm making now and the people that I'm loving, the people that I'm caring for, and the people I'm reaching out to and the stuff that I'm struggling through, all of those things, Jesus, I've invited him in. And so right now what I'm doing has an impact long term and into eternity. So can I encourage you, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. And he will make straight your paths. Can't wait to see you guys on, uh, actually tomorrow evening, uh, we are doing our carols by Camera Light. It's been super fun. We shot a bunch of videos for that and it's looking really, really nice. The teams worked super hard. And so if I can encourage you, it'll be here on Facebook. It'll also be available on YouTube and then also on the Zoom webinar for those who'd like to log in and just chat a bit and whatever while it's happening. So yeah, we really, really are excited for that. This is, like I said on Sunday, it is always worth celebrating the birth of Jesus. It is always worth it because of all the incredible things that he's done for us in the advent or the coming of the Christ. Not only did Jesus come, but in Jesus came so much else. And we want to take the time to celebrate that, not overlook that just because of some things that are going on in the world around us, as big as they might be. Jesus is still bigger and he's on the throne. So we'll send out all those details. Can't wait to see you guys tomorrow evening.